everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. I watched this episode. It's completely been flushed from my mind, so this will be an adventure. <laughs> it's challenging to remember anything. Like, it's actually I... really funny, because I just watched Kill Bill last night. Uh, for my wife's Halloween costume research, and I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot Wayne kicks um go 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 Ubari or whatever it was." Mm-hmm. Is <sighs> we're getting the bride for Halloween? Is that what's happening? Indeed. Okay, that's what's happening. Fair enough. Uh, hello, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpson Show. For only $2 a month, get access to all of our bonus content. For $5 a month, gain his access to that and much, much more. It's the best deal in podcasting. Say it once, say it again. Please uh, support us there. If you listen to the show, you enjoy it, go throw us a couple bar- throw us a couple dollars or bucks, but not both. Just one or the other. <laughs> Thank you. This week's episode is The Falcon and the Doe Man. No reason for that title, of course. No reason whatsoever. Episode NABF 16 originally aired September 25th, 2011, written by Justin Hurwitz. Now, Matt, do you know who that is off the top of your head? I do not. This is the only episode of The Simpsons he ever wrote. It is certainly not the most famous thing he's done because he's also the composer for Whiplash and La La Land, for which he won multiple Oscars. Wow. Okay. He won a Best Original Score and Best Original Song for La La Land. So that's what <laughs> that's what Justin Hurwitz is better known for. He's been a composer for a lots of, for for a handful of movies and has won won Oscars for for La La Land. Um. And then he also has written a pretty bad episode of The Simpsons. So there's that. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he sticks to La La Land. <laughs> I, th- I think he's busy with that. He's working on the stage stage adaptation of it, I believe, right now. Oh, interesting. That would be really good. Um, directed by Matthew Nastic. Received a 4.7 rating with 8.1 million viewers. It is the first episode of season 23, if we haven't mentioned it. So it's the it's season premiere. The, Ratings get popped up a little bit. There is no couch gag, no chalkboard gag, no normal intro at all. We get a comic book guy opening where he reminds us that we are over the intervening summer. We had voted for uh, for if Nedna should stay together or not. Um, don't remind me. All right, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm already <laughs> up after having to watch this episode. I'm a little wrinkled having to remind that they didn't even give us an ending to the the previous episode makes me a little upset. But that is that's what the opening is. The episode guest stars Tom Caliccio as himself. I don't know how to say his last name. He's a master. He's a Who chef guy. He's a celebrity. Oh chef. yeah, you gotcha. Got He's okay. in the ma- ma- uh, Master Chef like uh, dream sequence with Marge. Um, we have Kevin Michael Richardson as the quote unquote send X courier who fist bumps. Uh, oh, fist that bumps guy, Wayne. Yeah. And the beginning of the episode, we have Kiefer Sutherland as Wayne. No last name for Wayne. Why would we give characters last names or names at all? There's uh, we have Marshall Wallace appearing as Edna, and then Ping Marshall as Victor. Hmm. Don't know. I don't. Who's Ping Marshall? I have no idea. That's not even. It's. I'm so confused. Oh, he he voices the Ukrainian mob boss. Is who? Oh, okay, Ping, okay. Ping, I don't. I can't find. Literally, can't find anything else for ping marshall like this is literally the only thing he ever did was the voice for victor ever in anything 
So I'm beginning to wonder okay. if that's made up. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll never know. It, it maybe I don't know. Um, Matt, we you I, we read it and it said, "Oh, this episode's based on history of violence." Have you seen History of Violence? I have not. Okay, History of Violence is great. It's a great movie. Dave, maybe Cronenberg's best movie, and strangely enough, a movie with almost no body horror in it. You know, Cronenberg's most well known for lots of you know horror movies, lots of gross body stuff in it. But History of Violence is basically just like a kind of a, a serious drama with like a little bit mob stuff going on in it. Um, it's a great movie. Oh yes, yes, I have seen that. Sorry, uh, that's the one with Nazi Eastern Promises. Sorry, never mind. Just kidding. Eastern Promises <laughs> is also a Cronenberg movie with uh, with uh, Vigo in it. Um, that's what I thought. I'm like, wait, but I didn't. No, wait, that's Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises is a, this. They're they're not the same, but Eastern Promises is also good. But uh, History of Violence is the one they worked on before that. Um, this thing, this has no. This is not referencing. I don't whatever it's doing. It is not history of violence. I don't know what this movie is. What this what movie it thinks it's referencing when it's saying it's referencing history of violence. It has nothing to do with history of violence. Um, we'll talk about it as we go. There's not much to talk about. I don't. This episode might be 45 minutes long because this 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 episode of The Simpsons is almost like it's just fluff, right? It's just air. There's nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Um. And we start right away because Homer, we have Homer sneaking into work at noon, clocking in late uh, while he's singing uh, the police, his own lyrics to walking on the moon. Um, I didn't pull it because it's not funny. It's fine, but it, there's nothing special about it. Like finding clips in this is really just like it's a uh, Matt, I believe, has one whole clip. I pulled a little a little few more extras, mostly because I think I have less training flashbacks in my in my acts, which is. Yeah, they take up a, a a lot of a lot of time. Um, this is not a Simpsons episode, by the way. I would also like to say that Matt, this is not a Simpsons episode. No, the Simpsons are not integral to the plot of those. They don't matter. This is a this is an episode featuring Wayne, who <laughs> just doesn't yeah, even get a last name. It's Wayne with Homer as like the incidental friend. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Kiefer Sutherland is actually the only starring character in this. Um, we have Homer showing up. Th- like to work and he meets a new security guard and we are introduced to Wayne. Larry, my man. Hey, you're not Larry. How come you're not Larry? I wouldn't know, sir. Uh, listen, if you could indulge me, Larry and I fist bump every morning like that. So warmth of human contact with a manly whiff of violence? Eh? Not interested. What? Sheesh. And what's with that new security guard? He's acting all aloof. Uh, by the way, that's my word of the day. He's. Maybe I was a little hard on him, expecting him to be Larry right away. By the way, where is Larry? Crazy house. Violet Ward. Good old Larry. <laughs> Say, Wayne, I couldn't help but notice that your breath doesn't smell like alcohol. You want to go grab a beer after work? I prefer not to have social interaction with coworkers. It, um, hasn't worked out for me in the past. Well, maybe just doesn't like fist bumping. Hey, Wayne. It's God is my witness. This fist will be bumped. Put that fool thing down. I, this is so boring. Uh, this episode, this is really boring. Like, this is the plot of the episode is uh, Wayne won't fist bump Homer. Homer's upset. Um, this is where we're at so far. This is supposed to episode that's supposed to be about history of violence. It's it clearly... Whatever it's going for is not that. Um, 
so Wayne is aloof. He doesn't want to make friends. Fine. Marge, we cut back to Marge. She's having a, a daydream dream sequence about MasterChef, about winning MasterChef. Um, Wayne, uh, we've, Homer's upset because he doesn't have a friend at work. He doesn't, Wayne doesn't like him, won't fist bump him. We, we cut back to work with Homer the next day. Uh, he, he won't, Charlie won't come out and get a beer with Homer. Um, and Homer's still sad. This is, I want to repeat, this episode has nothing to do with Homer and friendship. I don't know why they're selling us on this so early in this episode because it has nothing to do with it. Um, Homer is driving home from work. It's raining and Wayne's walking. And when it starts hailing and the sidewalk is shut down, Wayne catches a ride with Homer and they end up at Moe's. Uh, we have the car ride with Homer and Wayne. Ah, all right, Homer, you win. You know, I just got a little chill when you said my name. Every town I go to, I run into some guy just like this. Look, I'm not weird or anything. I just like to feel like I'm friends with everybody. <sighs> Homer, you're a nice guy. I'll have one beer with you. After that, we will have a courteous, professional relationship. And that's it. No secret Santa. We're not trading lunches. And I don't want you calling me at home and saying turn on channel six. But what if the weather girl... I don't care. Wow, I can't believe Homer bagged the tiger. Excuse me, I need to use the... Men's room. Oh my God, we're completing each other's... Completing each other's... Sentences... That's it. There's no, like, if you're waiting for a punchline. There's lines, no joke or anything here. Yeah, there's no jokes. These are just things. I just capture clips to give you guys. An, this is this episode. Give you a, a good representation of what this episode is. At least this part of the episode. Uh, where we just have Wayne as now a, a main character of the show. We don't know why Homer wants to be really friends with him. Just that Homer wants to be friends with everyone, is what we're told. Uh, and you go, isn't that how Gr Frank Homer's Enemy starts with Frank Grimes? Homer wants to be his friend, and Frank Grimes won't be. Yeah, you're right. Congratulations, Robbie. You got it. Yeah, it's the same. Um, but it's not that episode. It turns into something. This turns into... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't know what it wants to be, I think, is the real problem. Uh, so they're mm -hmm. at Moe's, and then uh, Wayne goes to the bathroom, as you hear, and Snake breaks in at the same time, comes in, robs the place, steals everything, has a gun, steals Moe's gun, and then Wayne stops him with uh, like a fancy drop kick. He's obviously good at fighting. That's... That's the that's the thing we learned from all this. Wayne is really good at fighting, um, and we get a little bit here at the end as uh, Wayne stops Snake for a second time. Wayne, maybe it's the me being still alive talking, but I think you're awesome. I'm just a guy who saw what needed to be done and did it. Oh, speaking of which, let's get these eggs back in a jar. <laughs> That's the farthest that one of my eggs ever made it down someone's throat. I mean, they're pickled eggs. That's that's true. No one would ever eat those for any reason. You don't like pickled eggs, man? I, you know, I've, I've smelled pickled eggs. I have never managed to get one into my mouth because they just, they're not for me. Do you like pickles? I do love pickles. But you don't like pickled eggs? Only dill, though. Or dill or garlic. No, no sweet pickles. So garlic pickled egg and you'd eat it? 
Maybe. Okay. It, it's been a long time. It's been since I was in college, since I tried a pickled egg. So <laughs> there's a small chance, but most pickled eggs, never. Wild Matt, Matt's wild time in college. He ate pickled eggs once. Uh, we <laughs> go to right. we go to. This is what we're talking about, folks. This is where we're at. Where we're talking about Matt and pickled eggs. Uh, we go to our first commercial at six minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, we come back, uh, and Wayne is at the Simpsons house for dinner because. Sure, he said he would uh, have dinner with uh, Homer. And well, he saved Frank Grimes. He, he saved Homer's life, so he gets free dinner. That's what Marge says, Matt. So right, I, right, I don't right. know. That's they make that a joke. I think I don't know. Yeah, that that that's a joke. He gets one free meal. Uh, but again, this is exactly like Frank Grimes. Uh, but in this case, uh, Wayne is not as troubled as Frank Grimes was. He's there. He's you know. I don't say he's happy to be with the family, but he doesn't hate them all for what they have. He doesn't resent them for their, uh, for Homer's success, which, again, probably should, but whatever. Uh, so, unfortunately, during dinner, I forget what this flashback since I did an incident was. Do you remember what it was, Robbie? Bart goes, how did you learn how to fight? Oh, that's right. Even and though Bart a... wasn't there to see him fight. So why would – it doesn't matter. None of it matter. I'm not going to – don't, yeah, don't I assume it. Homer told him. That, that's yeah, the yeah. least of this episode since. I guess, uh, exactly. So, yes, we get a montage of Wayne in some kind of training arena where he's it's like an octagon and there are doors on every face of the, the, the wall. It looks and like a it looks like a, come out. looks like a danger room to me, Matt, but I don't know if that's in, in actually Kinda, intended yeah, or not. Like a, a James Bond villain's, you know, I'll, I'll sit the hero in here and send guy after guy after him. They've got like an old-timey strongman, you know, like I said, Gogo Yubari from, you know, Kill Bill. Uh, comes in and you've got like uh, a various, tank, I think, a, liter- people, a, a tank. literal tank. He puts his fist in the barrel of a tank's main gun and it, the tank blows up. Don't I, it doesn't. This is it, this. This oh, is Batman villains. Batman penguin. Yeah, the penguin comes in there. This is all not like what is, is this supposed to be serious, Matt? Is this it, clearly not right? It's clearly not. This is clearly this is, not. No, it's filled with just the silliness. And this is the problem. This episode where. It relies on us caring about like Wayne, I think, for it to have it, for any. There's no conflict. Also, until the last act of this episode, there is no conflict. Yeah. It's just, oh, Wayne's here. Wayne's around, and you're like, oh. let's, let's make jokes based on this uh, repressed guy who obviously had you know a very traumatic past involving you know killing people. He's basically Jason Bourne. If Jason Bourne remembered everything and was really mad about it, see that's the other thing about history of violence. History of violence rely the, the of the film, it relies on a character. It would be more like a character in history of violence is basically Homer, right? It's the suburban dad, and mm-hmm. you not expecting them to have this hidden past, this dark shadow of, of murder and death surrounding them from, if, you know, from a random guy. And if, if it was really more like history of violence, you, this would be Lenny, right? You would encounter, Oh, Lenny actually has this dark past or he was a killer, but no, we have a I mean, special Lenny's past changes all the time. So it could have been Lenny. That's the thing, Matt. If this was Lenny, this makes way more this more fun to me because and to be fair, in history of violence, the audience is also not let on to the fact that the main character is is lying. Right. It's supposed to be a mystery is does he actually have this dark past? We don't know. It seems like he does, but we're not sure, and there's, there's uncertainty about everything. This, we're just getting these training flashbacks, just boom, 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 throughout this entire episode. They're so long, um, and they don't 
add much to anything. They're kind of boring, uh, despite the fact that they make them want them to like make them really exciting. They're not. Um, I don't know what the intent is, and that's a bad place to be in. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, uh, at this point, we this is a very long flashback. This is probably the longest of all the flashbacks. Uh, from here, we go on to Wayne is in the news, uh, showing or talking about what he did. We also get the uh, Asian news recreations. I, I I don't know if any of you are. I assume most of our listeners are old enough to have seen these. Uh, they were all the rage in the late knots of you know Asian news organizations doing a you know bad 3D simulation of you know events that happened in the news so people could kind of see what happened and this goes on for i don't know 30 45 seconds and it's it's goofy it's supposed to be funny it's not really i i i I don't it's it's it it is certainly there matt it is it is there you are correct uh but it leads to our next uh segment where wayne is at work uh mr burns comes to thank him uh for doing what he did and gives him a celebratory silver hat. Um, okay. Uh, but this causes a flashback in Wayne, uh, where he had, to, he was about to have his memory wiped, uh, by his hand, his spy handlers. We get to see a little more in the flashback and it's, it's obvious he was some kind of spy and they tried to wipe his memory and he fought back. So at this point he is almost killing Mr. Burns. This is all very visual. Otherwise I would have captured it. Uh, but it's Wayne beating up on some imaginary people who turn out to be, I'm pretty sure Lenny and Carl and Smithers. Uh, but then he's holding Mr. Burns like by the neck, trying to kill him when he wakes up from his, um, flashback. And Mr. Burns immediately fires him, of course, because <laughs> probably should call the cops, too. But again, this is season 23 symptoms. We're not going to do that for sure. Um, but because of this, Wayne now has no job and nowhere to go because he can't afford his apartment. So Homer invites him to stay with the Simpsons. Dangerous, violent man that Homer is known for like a week. Yeah, invite him to stay with your family. Good call. And we go to a commercial. So we're halfway through the episode, right? Mm-hmm. What's the conflict? Uh, well, there's this new mysterious guy that has some weird stuff going on. That's if you can call that a conflict. It's not a conflict, though. That's just a character. There's the, like, there's no mystery to him. We've seen what he is. Like you said, he's oh, it's a Jason Bourne type. You know, he's a spy, action man, right? And he fought back as again. Also, I want to make this clear because there's gonna be like two or three more flashbacks. There is no actual continuity to his flashbacks. Like, we don't get a story told through them, right? You think, oh, it starts with his training, and then he goes on some missions, and then the last, you you learn, it reveals the mystery as we go along. No, it's just stuff. It's just stuff that they they thought of at the moment. There's no story told in the flashback, but there's also no story being told here. It's just, oh, Wayne's in Springfield. Like, that's not a story, guys. Um. There's no conflict here because Wayne becomes Homer's friend five minutes into the episode. Um, we come back from commercial 10 minutes, 55 seconds. Wayne is sleeping in the treehouse. There's a very long bit about him talking in his sleep and keeping. Oh, it, it goes on forever. Everyone in town awake, apparently. He's I, even Ned and Edna. This this is our uh, confirmation that Ned and Edna are together. We see them in bed together. So, you know, take a drink. I'm, I mean, at least it's something. I'm at least like, we get it, Matt. But again, this is like, this goes on for a minute of just him talking really loudly in his sleep and cuts to different people around town as they're trying to sleep. That's all it is. Um, Wayne's teaching Lisa, like, uh, like 
fighting technique. Marge ended up talking to him. Marge, this is the part of the, where, like, I guess the family bonds with Wayne. But we don't, because Marge learns stunt driving. Um, Bart beats up the bullies at school with stuff Wayne taught him. We get another Wayne flashback. I put this in capitals because it just they just keep coming. And there's no real reason for this. You just, you have Wayne, like, randomly triggering these flashbacks. Um, triggering because it's a shootout at a party. It's some fancy dress party, and there's lots of guns in a this, shootout. This, to me, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, it's been in lots of spy movies, but it, it evokes true lies for me. Yeah, there's, it's like, even James Bond, there's lots of, like, you know, fancy dress, and then you get a shootout going on. It, it, there's lots of, the more recent Bond movies, I, w- I should add, but they, mm-hmm. this has been co-opted into so much stuff now. Um, so, again we no conflict yet we're we we're this is all this stuff takes forever we eventually cut to some gang guy some warlord which turns in what turns out to be the in ukraine and he's a bad guy we also learned eventually there's no again there's no setup for any of this we just cut to him and he's watching youtube videos um and then he sees wayne on the news and comes to Springfield. This is the this is a relatively longer clip. It's going to make up the fact that Matt has none, almost none, in, his, in the entire episode. I have one clip. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you very much. Uh, junk, junk. Beyonce confirms she will play at my daughter's sweet sixteen party. Humorous YouTube sent by my brother. Mildly funny at best. Eh, sometimes they are good for giggle. Auto tune disaster victim. Hiding in the basement. Hiding in the basement. And I'm like. Crazy man attacks boss. Uh, it's him. American agent who caused the death of everyone I loved. You want to give it zero stars? No. We will go to Springfield, America, and kill this man. But first. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, you're an angel now. Washing out the dog poo, Jerbeats picking it up. Flanders driveway is my goal. I am looking for a man named Wayne. Oh, he's gone. I don't know where he went. Are you friend of his? He has no friends. Except me! I see you are tight like borscht and beets. Tell me. If we kidnapped a friend of Wayne's, would he attempt to rescue that friend? Well, I suppose if the friend was being horribly tortured. <laughs> hey, hey, what? 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 Oh, no! Not the middle seat! So we have a. This is a bad guy. Bad guy has shown up to threaten Homer to get at Wayne. Uh, Vic, this is Victor. I'm pretty sure that's just Harry Shearer. I don't know who Ping Marsh why Ping Marshall is listed. Uh the pretty sure that's just Harry Shearer. Um we I guess this is a conflict, Matt. Homer's been kidnapped. I, I guess, yeah. It takes fifteen minutes to get here and like it isn't complete all it's just this episode if you wanted to do this plot where okay, there's a new guy at work and he's a secret spy guy, and then he's friends with Homer and Homer gets kidnapped and then he has to go save him. Okay. It's just so boring. It takes so long to get to this plot. You would think there'd be more, um, but again, 
it, there's not. It's so simple. And to be fair, and to be fair, like there's no struggle with any of this. Like there's no when like there's conflict, but I'm never worried about Homer, right? Like I'm not. No, because no once tension. again, Homer is you know, plot proof. <laughs> we go to our final commercial at 15 minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah, and then this is where we get. It's we get a, a flashback and then we get what is essentially a real time flashback. Uh, it starts out with Homer being kidnapped. Uh, or, or, uh, he's doing the whole hostage talking over the video thing with a newspaper. And it's just I captured it because it's just so bland. This just in a local man has been kidnapped by Ukrainian gangsters. We've received the following video. Yes to America. Stick to script. Fine. I am being held somewhere in the Springfield area. Turn the card. Hold up today's newspaper. What will you guys use when there aren't newspapers anymore? Perhaps we'll be living in a world where there'll be no need to kidnap. Oh, well, way to make me feel obsolete. Oh, look, here's a coupon for scissors that you have to cut out. Think, geniuses. Shut up. Hey, hey, hey what are you doing? Ow! Oh, 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 oh. This is no way to treat the talent. Shut up. So these are our jokes. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, But this goes relatively quickly. Uh, Wayne eventually uh, finds out that Homer is kidnapped. Uh, He has a flashback to what actually happened at the... uh, uh, the party that we saw earlier, uh, the gangster's wife was killed because one of his henchmen fell over and actually squeezed the trigger and his wife got shot. Thankfully, we don't see that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we are right now. So I, Wayne, Matt, I'm going to this is important, right? I mean, it's kind of Wayne's whole thing. Yeah, right. This is important for this. If you want for this episode, this stuff's important. Is it actually important? No. The, this episode well, is no, a, a loser. It's not important. This episode's not important. It's a loser. Um, but this is important. If you want us to be to care about any of this, we have to know what's at stake and why people mo- people's motivations, characters' motivations. Oh, Victor wants revenge on Wayne because he blames Wayne for his wife's death, and he clearly was hiding his life. They even throw all oh, they throw all this stuff in like this little tiny flashback scene. And, like we we haven't we met Victor three minutes ago. Like, it's not like we know who Victor is. We just met Victor. And now we are also giving, like, oh, this is why Victor's after Wayne. Oh, and, like, this is so tonally inconsistent. And even inconsistent in this in its own scene where we have suddenly this very... And even in the same moment, because we are seeing this bullet fire from this gun, slow motion. They show this, this uh, gangster fall down, gun hit the ground, the gun go off, bullet fly towards Victor's wife. And as the bullet's carving through the air, we we focus on Victor and he's screaming Niet, but they subtitle it? No? Yeah, like, oh, we we don't understand what Niet means. Because it's funny, man. It's a joke. Isn't that funny? Because mm-hmm. it's obviously we know what Niet means, but they put a subtitle anyway. Um, but they, like, He's literally, we're literally in a scene where we're watching someone die, right? And it's supposed to be impactful because this is giving Victor mm-hmm. motivation to go after Wayne and supposedly go after Homer. But there's no tension, there's no seriousness in any of this. And they are not skilled enough to make a parody of a spy thing, spy espionage, whatever you want to call this kind of story, 
they're not they're not skilled enough or they have put, not put forth enough effort to make both the parody and while well, the have the parody carry weight gravitas tension in the actual conflict so it's not funny and the serious part also doesn't work because you're it they constantly undercut their own like tension and tone like they're making these stupid jokes as we're watching some woman get killed. And I don't care about either side of it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, and that's what I get away from. Like, this is, this is a good scene. Just kind of like is emblematic of this whole episode where like, they don't, they can't do either well. And so it just turns into a mess. I don't know what's going on. Apparently Matt really liked something called hot to Trotsky's. In Ukraine uh, that's town. That's named the ice rink. Oh, in in the Ukraine town that we've never seen before in in Springfield. Uh huh. Little exactly. U- little there's Ukraine. There's a little. There's Ukrainian town. There's little Italy. Lots of places in Springfield that are only there for one episode. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, there. Uh, there's actually a point where Wayne is walking by a whole bunch of places with goofy names and says, "Boy, I wish I could stop to enjoy these weird names, but I'm too busy." Like, why do you have a lampshade stuff like this? It'll be so much funner if you just walk past them. Like, stop Me- trying with your meta humor. You're not good at it. <laughs> I don't. Know. Don't worry about it, Matt. It's okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Wayne sneaks into the ice rink uh, through the back door and gets some kind of flamethrower kind of weapon where he's shooting flaming N- something. N- at the- oh, come on, Matt! You missed the. It's a. You gotta pay attention. It's a. It's a mm. t-shirt gun. I'm gonna, oh, the t-shirt gun. I'm okay. going to spell this out very specifically because it also it doesn't make any sense even in the context. But he has a t-shirt gun with a bunch of t-shirts next to it. He loads in t-shirts, pours in some sort of gasoline, some fuel. But then this is not mentioned anywhere else in the episode. It just happens right here. We see him pull up his sleeve and he has a robot arm. And he opens up yep. his robot arm, pulls out like fire uh, or like a lighter or something, a match, and throws it and lights this t-shirt cannon on, like the barrel on fire, so that it shoots flaming t-shirts. But I'm the thing I'm confused is like he has a robot arm. What? What is going on? Is this, why does <laughs> Robbie, he? Have... Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. No, no, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Matter. I know, but it's just why is it there? He couldn't find matches on the ground. You're backstage, I... like it's in a utility area. You could find anything, and I would have believed you. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like everyone who works in utility area smokes. I'm sure someone left a lighter later around. Right. Like or like oh, there's pyro cuz they do sports, right? They th- shoot off fireworks or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh Wayne uses this flaming t-shirt cannon to shoot a whole bunch of the gangsters and then uh I guess Dr. Suits on Ice comes in and he tells them to leave and then fires a warning shot that hits the Grinch in the eye and sets him aflame. It's not the Grinch. Right? Grinch, oh, is sorry, a, the, Grinch, uh, Grinch is a property know, of, uh, of, uh, of Dr. Grundle, uh, what was it? <laughs> Grumple, Grumple, Grumple. Grumple. Is this what we're doing? Is this <laughs> yeah, where this we're at, Matt? Okay, uh-huh. fair enough. Uh, but then more gangsters come out, and Wayne like kills them, and then Homer is stuck in the ice, so Wayne gets him out, and it, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, the gang leader dies. Uh, Wayne gives Homer a fist bump before he leaves. Uh, sorry. Well, Wayne saves Homer, kills the gang leader. We cut back to the Simpsons house. Somehow all this has gone away. There's no cops, whatever. Uh, but 
Wayne is about to leave. He gives Homer a fist bump to say, hey, we're cool now. It tells Maggie she'll eventually get an assignment because obviously Maggie is also a secret agent, which I thought Wayne wasn't anymore. So I don't know who's going to be giving her assignments, but whatever. Um, but he's about to hit the road when I think it's Lisa. Somebody somebody mentions the DMV. Do you remember who it was, Robbie? Marge. Marge, Marge uh, mentions that a place where someone with government experience and a bad attitude can fit right in. And it's the DMV. Uh, and uh, somebody's at the window, says they got the wrong form. Can they wait for a second? And then there's a joke about uh, Wayne being forced to write a music about Kim Jong-il in when he was in prison in North Korea. And then we're forced to listen to that musical and see it uh, right before the end. It goes on for it goes on for a bit, too. It's a mi- like a minute, maybe 30 seconds sure of just does. weird North Korean, North Korean Kim Jong-il. Which gives you a little bit of the context, like, oh right, Kim Jong Il was still alive at the point at this point. At that um, point. Well, although I would think the musical about Kim Il Sook because he's the one who took control and don't, became the dear nah, leader. Nah, and, nah, but, don't are we really breaking down geopolitics now? Is this what we're doing? Uh, it's better than talking about this episode. And um, I would disagree. I don't think either. Is. Can I choose a third option? <laughs> no. Which is sitting anyway, sitting uh, silently in my house. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, but then over the end credits, we get uh, the results of the whole Nedna thing. Everyone voted. Nedna is in. Skinner is angry. Uh, Agnes is not because now she'll never have a grandchild. and She's happy about that. Woo! The end. Oh, wow. What an episode. Uh, it's This is an episode, Matt. I, we we get them so with so much regular regular regularity. Regularity now that I can predict it at this point. This is an episode like in... Probably three or four months from now, we're going to be ranking an episode, a different episode, and we're going to go, is this better than the Falcon and the Doe Man? And both, one of us will go, which one is that again? Because that's what this is. Uh, yep. This is one of those where because the title says nothing about it. The episode is completely uh, forgettable. So you'll be do? the one where you'd be like, it's someone who Kiefer Sutherland is Wayne. And you'd be like, oh, that one. You've forgotten half of it. It's. It, mm-hmm. It's very mediocre. It, it it's just kind of slow, meandering. It has lots of stuff. But it, like, also, it wastes Kiefer Sutherland. Don't waste Kiefer Sutherland. I yeah, I, I quite I like Kiefer Sutherland quite a lot. Um, I don't know why. I mean, money is the answer. Why he did this? He wanted money. Um, but yeah, of course. I don't know what this what this like. It's not a Simpsons episode. It's not good at being a serious spy drama. It's not good at being like a parody of that either. So I don't know what's going on. I'm glad that Justin Hurwitz has gone on to success as writing from as a composer. I'm happy. Yeah, come Please. back and write a musical episode of The Simpsons. That's all I want. I- I mean, I'm literally in the next words of my out of my mouth, Matt. We're like, please never write another Simpsons episode. Um, <laughs> stay away, um, especially after what we're watching in season 35 right now. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think Disney would let him screw it up because they they've been doing pretty well as our our new episode revealed. Our new overlords, our new uh, our new corporate overlords, Disney prefer them over our old corporate overlords. Uh, we'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Robbie, is this episode incredibly, horribly broken and pointless? See, the thing is, Matt, I don't think this episode's broken. Okay? I don't think this episode's broken because it's not a Simpsons episode. No, it's The Adventures of Wayne, guest starring Homer. So, I don't know what to call it. Like, I don't know what this is. It's Is it good? No. 
it is not good. I don't call it broken either. Like, I don't know how to categorize it. I, it's not a Simpsons episode to me. I wouldn't remake it. Like, you want me to fix this? You can't. Don't make it. This It's flawed from the get-go. And I don't really, like, could I write a Simpsons episode based on history of violence? Of course I could. It wouldn't be that hard, honestly. I'm not, pay me. I'm at, that's where I'm at, Matt. Like, if you're going to make me want to do something from scratch, <laughs> I got work to do, man. I got, you got work to do. I got work to do. I, I write things and I sell them. If you want, hey, Simpsons. Hey, Simpsons. Hey, 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 John, hey uh, Matt Selman, Al Jean. I know you're, you don't listen to this. I've been making fun of you for decades now. Uh, you're not, you're not listening anymore. But if you want me to, hey, I'll work. I'll do, I'll, I'd love to write a Simpsons episode. Are you kidding me? Pay me. I need, pay me. Come on. I, the Writers Guild just, just broke the strike. So, you know what you gotta do. Give me that money. Give me that money. Um, but I'm, I don't think it's broken, Matt. Like, I, it's, if it's broken, it's because it was never a Simpsons episode to begin with. But I don't know how to exactly cat- whatever it is. I don't care. Um, it, wh- however you want to categorize it, I, I don't. I, I don't. I do not want to. How would you remake this and make it better? You wouldn't have Wayne. I, I can't imagine how. Honestly. You wouldn't make it. Wayne wouldn't be like what? Who's Wayne? What is this? <laughs> it's so strange. Like you can, I can justify if you get Rodney. Da- like think about Rodney Dangerfield, right? You bring him in for an episode, <laughs> and it makes no sense. And like the plot centers around Rodney Dangerfield and and his and being related to Burns and all this weird stuff. And you're like, well, it's Rodney Dangerfield. You know, he's a, a comedic legend. You bring him in, you let him do his thing. Is it a weird episode? Yes, but it has Rodney Dangerfield in it, so you like it. But you had one. You've had Kiefer in before multiple times, and now he's back again as this weird Wayne character. And it's not also the Rodney Dangerfield episode. It's funny. This is not uh, funny. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I ask our supporters on Patreon dot com slash The Simpson Show for a review of the episode, and they leave one, and I read it. Uh, from Tim, I'll go on a limb and suggest that season 23's average ranking will be higher than that of season 22, which is average about 381. Well, I wouldn't say I was in stitches over this. It did keep me engaged. Certainly Kiefer Sutherland has shown himself to be a useful guest voice. The Nedna follow-up wasn't too intolerable. Again, we have no opening sequence. Did something happen with the shows following the strangling episode? I have to say the last five or so have been collectively a considerable improvement. Number 275, canon doesn't really need to be fixed. From Dara. Weird episode. One plot, kept it moving, air of mystery and some decent jokes. Maybe it's due to the current world, but the Ukraine jokes didn't quite hold up as well, and the North Korea musical was definitely a thing they wrote. But the agency having a use for Maggie kept me positive overall. Best episode of season 23 so far, and expect trivia for 24 minutes. Uh-huh. From Derek. Well, well, season 23, pretty dire rubbish lies ahead, including the beginning of the HD era's predilection for posthumous Mona episodes. Does Sideshow Bob shudder? But there's actually an episode I like this season. The Falcon and the Doe Man is not that episode. This is just 20 minutes of pure confusion. Was it a 24 parody? I couldn't make head nor tail of it. Was it written or did someone just sit on the keyboard and whatever their arch cheeks typed out was just what they produced? Your man Kiefer's character just seems to shift motivations throughout. Like he seems remorseful about that all the killing, which is why he has PTSD. It becomes that he loves all the bloodshed and is actually a sadist. They introduced the main threat of the episode, the Ukrainian mob boss or whatever, in the last third baffling i like the opening but then maybe it's just because i like that police song what a steaming pile to add to the large festering pile 
And finally, from JJ. I have mixed feelings about this one. From a storytelling perspective, it's pretty poorly structured. I expected Wayne to be given a clear backstory. Instead, it's an endless parade of flashbacks where vague, bad, government-related stuff happened to him. Maybe if I'd seen A History of Violence, I'd appreciate it more. No, JJ. You should see A History of Violence, but it would not clear this up. This is not one of those things where you should watch Ed Wood to get more understanding. No, there's <laughs> History of Violence is a good movie, but... This vaguely can like there's yes there's mob stuff going on in it but okay uh still i think wayne's an interesting enough one-off character and Kiefer sutherland does a great job homer's surprisingly likable as he just wants to be friends with this man who's going through a rough time reminds me of the reminded me of the golden age when homer was a simple nice guy this episode is actually funny too death to america stick to the script is the hardest i've laughed at hd episode so far that was until the north korean musical what a terrible way to end an okay-ish episode i think season 22 was a slow the show hitting rock bottom and that was slowly claw its way back up to being watchable again this season might be the most totally inconsistent though as it has some of the best post golden years episodes and some of the absolute worst i'm so excited woohoo can't wait <laughs> can't wait for the for the rag episode the bar rag i'm really anxious about that one though. can't wait thank you all for leaving reviews uh you can for for any support level you can support us on patreon.com the slash the simpson show there's a link in the show notes and you can leave a review next up it is time for our listener question of the week let's try one more number Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite moment from season 22? So many contenders, Matt. There's so many good answers. Are there, though? No, there's really not. There's very, very few good answers, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I appreciate everyone who took the time. Matt, take it away. All right. So first up from Andy. Uh, Robbie winning trivia. Oh, you guys are so nice to Robbie. I need I need <laughs> wins, but okay, I don't win uh-huh. very often in trivia. That's fair. We all love when Robbie gets to win. Sometimes I when I I some you know I make it occasionally. I do it. You know I get there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, from Tim, 3D Katy Perry showing up and during the Muppet parody in the Christmas trilogy. A lot of people seem to like that one. Uh, let's see from Derek. Oh no, I generally don't think I liked anything. I even hated last week's and some Cena, which you guys liked getting more and more of a, uh, a misery guts in my old age. I guess the best thing about it was that I get to listen to this podcast after and finally feel validated after years and years and seeing people deluding themselves into thinking that this is, that all this is a return to form after the dreaded teen years. This is Al Jean's reign of terror in full swing. Oh boy. You're not wrong there. Uh, from Dara Simpson Muppet Christmas was a legitimate fun. So I'll go with that. Uh, We'll go with that with a close second being the return of Mike Sosha and Money Bart. Yeah, yeah, poor Mike Sosha. Uh, from JJ and Nedna, which was the season finale, so I guess my answer technically is when it ended. <laughs> uh, from Ripley WG, Katy Perry and the Muppet Simpsons. It's silly, self-aware, and who doesn't love Muppets? From Infinite Guru 4927, I know it was abhorrent, but in Homer the Father, where Homer starts taking advice from an 80s sitcom and channeling his inner Alan Thicke, had me laughing. I remember it fondly from the first time it ran. There's a look on Homer's face when he mimics what the TV dad says without really understanding what's going on that is quintessential Homer to me. That that said, the plot with Bart betraying his country for a dirt bark, I could have done without. Well, yeah. Uh, from Specialist Resolve 42, my fave moment is Lisa going to music camp just like Homer did. Oh, yeah. They should probably talk about that in the episode. Oh, well. Uh, from 
uh, Iron Sheik 84. I don't know why, but Bart strangling the ostrich and Santa's little helper farting out a feather always gets a laugh from me. And how munched is that birdie in the window? Oh boy. Robbie, what is your answer? Um, honestly, I think like, I don't know. It's kind of a boring answer, but Ned, Nedna is really, is, is, I really enjoyed Nedna. Um, it, they're, they're, I honestly, if I'm going to pick a very specific thing, I'll, 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 like, we don't get a real ending, which is, you know, we harped on it last week, but it is Edna kind of standing up for herself when Ned starts like, oh, I forgive you. And that, and, and, and Edna's like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. And Edna's just like, for what? Why? What do you, what do you mean you forgive me? I'm not ashamed of anything I've done. I'm, I am who I am. Um, that's really good. I really like it. It gives Edna a little bit of agency and, 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 you know, having, you know, pride in herself, regardless of, you know, whatever decisions she makes in her life. She is who she is and she doesn't deserve like whatever this weird scorn and shame that Ed, Ed, Edna, Ned is trying to put on Edna. Uh, what's your answer, Matt? Uh, my answer is probably going to be some Cena. Uh, it wasn't great, but I just enjoy magic in general. And if they had just cut out all of those dang uh, guest star magicians who are great in their own right, but if they had cut them out, they would have had more time to make the episode good. I think it would have been an okay episode. But yeah, they they really screwed that up a lot. Mm, yeah, season twenty two is definitely going to be our lowest, <laughs> pretty sure our lowest oh, overall yeah. ranked episode. Anyway, um, next squeeze question. I've looked and it, I feel like I've done, we've done this question before, Matt, but maybe we haven't. Next week's question is favorite spy slash espionage movie. Ooh, I like that one. I do too. Um, there's lots of great ones out there. Uh, I'll post this on our subreddit, which is our The Simpsons Show. It's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. And you can always email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. Um, that's it for listener question we can move on to our next segment it's time for the no google trivia challenge i am too smart i am too smart s-m-r-t i mean s-m-a-r-r-t the no google trivia challenge where matt and i each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy one medium and one hard and try and stump the other we have a fresh slate matt zero zero to start off the, start off the year dun, dun, the, dun. start off the season um are you ready for an easy question i am ready in, Dara was correct, by the way. These are questions that are for 24 minutes. In 24 minutes, who guest stars as their character from 24? I believe that is Kiefer Sutherland. As? Oh, as Jack Bauer. Correct. Uh, doesn't, uh, one of the dispatchers is also in there, right? Yeah, if you had said her, I would have also taken it. Okay. But I can't you, remember her name, so. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, I went with the actual, the easy one. Exactly. All right, your, uh, your questions this week all come from She of Little Faith. So, what famous Buddhist gives Lisa good advice about living with her family on Christmas in She of Little Faith? So, question in famous Buddhist give Lisa advice. Um, She of Little Faith. It is... I can't remember the guy's name, Matt. Oh, no. I thought thought this was, like, super easy. I know his face. I see his face. I want to say that's who it is, right? I think um, it is... (sighs) I can't remember his name. I'm so I, I it will come to me um, <laughs> like I have I literally own movies he's in um, I can hear his voice in my head I just can't think of his name gosh dang it oh no um, I'm sorry I thought this was so easy no you're fine man. Um, I should know this um, 
He's like a dreamboat actor, right? Is always like sexiest. He is, yep. Yeah, I was always very famous Buddha. Uh, yeah, Buddhist. sexiest man alive in People magazine. I think at a time. <sighs> I'm totally blanking on that. I can't think of it. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of good. Uh, the, the only thing I can think of is the whole gerbil rumor, which I help you think of the name. No, I, I know. know I know. But I just can't think of his name. Ah, uh, okay. Tom. Okay, it is Bill. It is Richard Gear. Richard. Sorry, Robbie. I was was thinking, like, I had, like, I kept thinking of the word Gene. And I'm like, his name is not Gene. That is absurd. (laughs) But then Richard Gere. Yeah. Okay. Richard Gere. Gear? 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 Gear. G E R E. Gear. You are correct. See, I know that now. I can picture his face. I can think of 10 movies he's in. I couldn't name his freaking name. Okay. Um, your meme question, Matt. In 24 minutes, Marge bakes her cake at what temperature in order to save time? Oh, um, I want to say it's like it's supposed to be like 350 for 10 minutes. So she does 3500 for one minute. Is that your answer? Yes. It's 1200 degrees. 1200 <laughs> Yes, it does. Turns it turns logic, right? Yeah, that is her logic is, oh, I'll just cook it at three times the temperature and a third of the time. Oh, it's three, not ten. Okay, gotcha. Yes, I I think that's the logic, but it's twelve hundred degrees, which, you know, if let's not start dissecting that. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, Your medium question. Remember what we were on. uh, What does Reverend Lovejoy call Lisa at the church meeting about her Buddhism? Marge Simpson's blank. <laughs> uh, I don't, I have no idea, Matt. Troublesome, or no, it would be her. I'm going to say it's like, so it's Lovejoy. She's like being Buddhist. So heretical offspring. I don't know. You're, you're in the right vein. It is devil daughter. Devil Marge daughter. Simpson's devil I'm, daughter. Devil daughter. I should have, I should have gone simpler. Um, but it's, that, that's roughly the right thing. Okay, your hard question, Matt. Uh, Mo is reading what book when Homer interrupts him in 24 minutes? 24 minutes. Mo is reading a book. Hmm. Little Women? <laughs> I have no idea. The book is called Be Your Own Dentist. Oh, okay. And then, he, you, see him, then you see him with a drill. He's starting to do his own dentistry. I don't do that. That's a bad idea. What's my hard question, Matt? All right. Your hard question. In this episode, we find out what uh, celebrity has financially helped the Springfield Church before. Is this a real? Because this episode, I, I don't know if you recall, but Homer and Bart launch a rocket that ends up destroying the church or causing big damage to it. And uh, they say, hey, we should ask blank. And they say, no, no, he's helped this church too much already. Is this a real life celebrity? It is a real life celebrity. Okay. Trying to think of Luther Presbyt, whatever the Simpsons are. Presbyterianism. Presbyterianism. I'm trying to remember if there's. What's a funny answer for that? Um, uh, Amy Grant. I'm sorry. Is it David Bowie? David Bowie. What? I know, right? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. David Bowie. Okay, whatever. Um, I think that's just a non sequitur. Okay. Yeah. Matt has a one point lead on me. One nothing. After one episode, because he asked me about Richard Gere. That's not really his fault. I should know Richard Gere. <laughs> I'm just a dummy. I can picture his face. I can hear his voice. 
could not remember his name. I I think my brain is disappearing inside my head, Matt. That's what happens when you get old. It does happen when you get old. I'm very old. I'm an old man. I don't know if you know that. Aren't we all, Robin? Aren't we Aren't all? all? Yep. Yeah. Um, that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final segment. This segment we win every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically. Eventually, we compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Uh, this episode is pretty far I down. Mean, Pretty far down, but it's not terrible. No, so, it's know. very bland. It's kind. It's just kind of bleh. It's not great. It's not good. It's not average. It's just kind of there. Um, I think this is better than GI Annoyed Grunt, which is number four hundred three. Yeah, it's, it's more enjoyable to watch for that. It's. Oh, there's, there's, okay, we have, how about this, Matt? We get to Homer Scissorhands at number 383. That's where Homer be, is a hairdresser, and it doesn't make much sense. I think oh, I think yeah. that stuff's similar. Yeah. I think this is in that area. I think it's worse than that. I think it's worse than Mo Letter Blues. I think it's worse than Donnie Fatso. Mm-hmm. I think it's I hear I'm gonna this is my my idea Matt. I would say we put it between Donnie Fatso and the Real Housewives of Fat Tony. Uh, okay, so two Fat Tony episodes. Put him right in between the two Fat Tony episodes. Yeah, because Mo Letter Blues was bad, but it also introduced us to a pretty good movie. So yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm good that's with not that. why I was gonna. That's not why Mo Letter. That's Mo, not why, but that's why I'm agreeing with you. Okay, Mo Letter Blues to me, Matt, is a, still a Simpsons episode. It is. Yeah. This is kind of just a weird thing i don't know how to describe it it's not terrible it's just not good it's kind of it's very mediocrely bad um mm-hmm. i just like having a little bit of distance between the two fat tony episodes because i do think donnie faso is better than just one episode better than real housewives of fat oh, tony for sure. yeah, yeah. um and this is a good enough place to put the falcon and the dough man the episode in which three months time mark it down we're gonna go which one is that Mm-hmm. And one of us looks up and goes, "Oh, that's the one with Kiefer as a, a, a security guard." And you go, "Oh yeah, why? We don't know." Season twenty-three, first one on the books. It is now number one ninety-four in our post Golden Years ranking. Um, it is number three eighty-six, right below Donnie Fatso and right above Real House of White. How Real Housewives of Fat Tony last on the list is still Code of Ben's Day. First on the list is still Homer's Enemy. Um, we're not done though yet. We have one more thing to as do. As good as these new episodes are going are coming out, you know, maybe by the time we get to review them again, we might have some competition up there. It's true. They're going to some of them will get up there pretty high, I think. Um, one more thing to do. One more question to answer. That question is: Do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon. The cannon. The cannon. The cannon. The cannon. The cannon. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't. There's really no reason to no, keep this. There's nothing in this. Like it's not. Can't like. Would is this episode worthy of watching? Should you ever? Anyone ever watch this episode? No. There's no. no need. You watch it one. I. I mean, maybe for the sake of completeness, if you really want to watch everything, which is like that's what we're doing. But you at home, there's nothing in this. Like I don't know. It's just a weird. It's just a weird thing that it feels like the weirdest thing to me, Matt, about this whole episode. Like it's yeah, it's strange. It doesn't make much sense. This is the first episode of the season? You start off the well, they season... Had a, they had a celebrity guest star, so... 
I guess I, you're again, Matt. You're probably right. Where they went, Kiefer's in this one. Let's do that. Okay. All right. I yeah. It's this is. We don't need to keep this. Fire the cannon. Goodbye. Get it going. Goodbye, Falcon and the Dome Man. Um, we're not done. We have one. One. We have to ask the same question about another episode. One that's higher in the list as we work our way down from the top to the bottom, getting uh, get everything sorted. We're on number well, number one sixty, Matt, which is New Kid on the Block. Oh, definitely keeping that. That 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 might be like in my top ten. Honestly, I love that episode. And yet it's ranked number 160, Matt? What happened? Why, you did not fight me? I, I think I think we've just had some technically better episodes. I mean, it, it's really hard with Golden Years episodes, because I really enjoy that episode. But then I'll look at all the episodes we've ranked above and go, well, I really like those two, and I really like that one. But like, I think Laura was a fantastic character they should have made recurring. You're not going to have Sarah Gilbert come back every episode, Matt. Uh, well, not every episode, but, you know, three or four times a, a season, maybe? What's a different story you would tell with her? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. That's the question, the same question they asked, and guess what? They also went, hmm. They didn't come up with an answer. They didn't come up with an answer. Because that's actually the question. Is like, if you're going to bring these people back, why? You know, what's the, what is the new plot going to be with, but like, I, as I hate to tell you, like, she's designed to be this love interest for Bart that he can't, you know, he can't have because mm-hmm. she's too old. Fair. Fair. And then when you tell that story, you're kind of done with it. Um, so, but it stays, of course. Of course, it stays. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's really good. You won't be needing this. Um, Pulls it out. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of it's a very simple story, which is probably why it's so low on our list. It's probably just like you know, over time, you just kind of went. There's some st- other stories have a little bit more to them. Things like that. It's hard to say when they're dealing with hundreds and hundreds of episodes. It's not. It's hard to keep every all this stuff in in line, especially after mm-hmm. you've done it for basically almost ten years, nine years, I guess is what, how long the show has been going on. Um, that's it for this. Our next episode, Matt, is Bart stops to smell the Roosevelts. Oh, okay. I remember this episode as not being bad, like better than I expected, honestly. Chalmers has to take over Bart's education and teaches him about Theodore Roosevelt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it features archive recordings of Theodore Roosevelt. (laughs) He's appeared. He's listed as a guest character. Wow. He is really Theodore Roosevelt as himself. It's very funny. Um, We'll see how this goes. Um, Matt has a hope. I don't know if I'm going to, Oh, no. Oh, no. What, Robbie? We're going to have to talk about that next week. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, is this a Native American thing? No. John, uh, oh, the, okay. the couch guy was animated by John Kay from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that either. I'll save it for next week, though. I'm not going to talk about it twice. I'm going to talk about it once next week. Um... That's next time. You can watch along with us. You can find everything on our website, thesimpsonshow.com. It has links to all the stuff. Patreon, patreon.com slash thesimpsonshow. Uh, you can find me online on my, at my name, Robbie Dorman. That's Dorman with one O. RobbieDorman.com. Every social media is Robbie Dorman to a certain extent. Follow me. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Mostly, mostly Instagram. Um, but 
buy my newest book. It's called Dead End. It's a zombie book. Zombie meets late stage capitalism where a massive conglomerate tries to turn their employees into the ultimate employee. Zombies. Don't have to pay them. Ultimate employee. (laughs) What is this, Matt? What is that voice? I just thought it'd be funny, Robbie G. I mean, you didn't make me laugh, so I guess it worked. Um, Go buy it. It's on everywhere you buy books. Literally. Anywhere you want to buy a book, you can find it. Uh, Matt, another one that I have read and I really enjoyed. So go buy it. See? Matt, the Matt's rousing endorsement. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. I spend all of my time taking care of kittens. And boy, especially now that they're in that age where they just want to tear my feet to shreds. So I have to basically dance around my house. But other than that, they're great. Uh, but you can check out Kitten Turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram to see the cutest kittens you will ever see i promise that they're they're ginger and they have six toes and one is a dilute torty with a cute little orange tip on her tail and they are going fast so if you'd like to see them before they uh, get promoted to full management uh you can check them out and uh, if you're in the central Florida area you can possibly adopt one if you're quick well we'll call it i'm robbie and i'm matt thank you